0: We're so glad that you're taking time to listen to this week's message from Bethel Worship Center. Uh, we pray that it blesses you wherever you are in your faith journey. Uh, we do want to let you know that we are open. Our campus is open. Uh, we invite you to go to bwccamden.com. Uh, you can find out everything that we're offering right now at this time and in this season. So make sure to, to, to go there and find the ways that you can stay up to date with everything happening at Bethel Worship Center. But again, uh, wherever you are in your faith journey... Whether you are um, exploring more about faith, learning who Jesus is, learning about God, uh, you're new in your walk with Jesus Christ, or you've been a longtime follower of Jesus, we pray that today's message blesses you, it encourages you, it equips you. So God bless you. Thank you again for taking part. When you go on a trip, I imagine there are things that you absolutely cannot go without. You know, things that you pack with you every time you go anywhere. If I were to even say, you can only pack three things, it would probably be interesting to hear what some of you would say. In fact, you can put it in the comments and let us know what, what those things you are, are, are that you can't go without. I wonder how many of us would think our phones before we even think clothes or money. It's interesting sometimes what we consider essentials. Now, in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13, Paul gives us three essentials for our spiritual life in his letter to the church of Corinth. I'll read it from the Amplified Version. It says this. It says, And now there remain faith, which is abiding trust in God and His promises, hope, which is confident expectation of eternal salvation, love, which is unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choicest graces, but the greatest of these is love. Now Corinth was a church that was blending a lot of the culture around them with the gospel. They were beginning to adapt more to their culture than they were to the gospel. Even the gifts of the Spirit were being manipulated almost. They were symbols kind of of spiritual power. And they were. Uh, it seems they were creating splits and arguments in the church. Now, throughout the letter... Paul's trying to bring them back to a place of understanding what is most important. What is of first importance? Paul would remind them that he would remind them of this just a bit later in his writing. We see it in chapter 15, and he says the of first importance is the gospel, that Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. And we know this, Paul says, because he appeared to more than five hundred people after his resurrection. This is what's important, and this gospel changes our life. See, everything we do should be to build one another up in Christ, in this gospel, yet that's not what the church of Corinth seemed to be doing. So we get to this verse in 1 Corinthians thirteen, thirteen, that says that there are three essential things we need in regards to our walk with Christ. Three essential things that everything else that's a part of our walk cling to, and those three things, if you've already, as you've already heard us read, are faith, hope, and love. Now, in another letter that Paul would write to the church of Thessalonica, he would say it this. He would say this at the very beginning of his letter. We see it in chapter one, verse three, and, and listen to what he says because he's going to reference faith, hope, and love here. He says, "We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith." Your labor prompted by love. And your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So their faith motivated them to work for the kingdom of God. Their love drove them to serve others. Their hope allowed them to endure through everything that they faced. So for just a few moments, let's think about these three characteristics and break them down just a little bit. All right. Now, going back to the church of Corinth, the situation we see happening in this church is there is a problem, it seems, of misplaced faith. Uh, the, Cor- the Corinthians seem to love themselves and their giftedness. They were putting more faith also in certain leaders than they were in God himself. And so that faith motivated their action, which... Was kind of empty We all have faith in something The question is Where are we putting our faith? What are we putting our faith in? Are we putting it in our job? Ourselves? Our spouse? Our parents? Our friends? Our government? See, we need to ask ourselves What or who is our faith in? Because if it's in the wrong place We could find our faith failing us So we need to know, or we need to know this as well. Fear is the absence of faith or the result coming from our faith being in something empty and futile. You know, think back to the words of Jesus that he said to his disciples. and, And we see these words written in the Gospel of John where Jesus looked at his disciples and he said, Don't be troubled. Don't fear. You trust God. Trust in me also, Jesus said. He's telling them your circumstances aren't always great, but your faith in me can sustain you through those circumstances. And then Peter, who was one of those hearers of those words of Jesus, was, would write in his second letter and let us know that faith in God and what he's done for us is a foundation from which goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, affection, and love grows. James, who is the brother of Jesus, who would have also heard those words from Jesus, teaches us that faith without works, without doing the will of God, is an empty faith. So faith in God is of great importance because our faith in Him drives out fear and it leads us towards doing the will of God. You know, the good deeds that Paul wrote about in Thessalonica that he told him he saw. The good deeds, as James would call them in his letter. Good deeds that Jesus said would bring glory to the Father. So faith, abiding trust in God, is essential. So is hope. Hope and faith seem the same, but while they work together, they are separate. Faith is in what we've been given. Hope is in what is to come. Hope is an anticipation, an expectation that God's working even when we can't see it. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, the author says this. He says, faith is confidence in what we hope for. And, th- and then he goes on to point to those of the Old Testament who had a hope that God would act on their behalf. A hope that God's promises would come to fruition. And as long as they held on to that hope, their faith remained in God. And their actions reflected their faith. When they kept their hope in God's promises, they were able to endure through whatever they faced, and their faith stayed strong. They kept doing what God had called them to do. So, hope, a confident expectation of eternal salvation, and the promises of Christ is essential. You know, we, we have promises through Christ for our lives. And, and the author of Hebrews tells us in chapter 6, verse 19, where we see it, that this hope in Christ is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our soul. And as we keep our minds set on this hope, it will anchor our faith. And we'll be able to endure and continue to live out our faith in our everyday lives. Faith and hope are essential. But so is love. In fact, Paul says, love is the greatest quality of all. Because it's the quality that exemplifies Christ and our Heavenly Father. It's the quality that leads others to Him. It's the very thing that all we've been commanded to do is summed up in. Love God and love others. Right? Love is the reflection of who our faith and hope are in. It's why Paul spent so much of the portion above the one sentence that we see in chapter 13, verse 13, defining what love is, saying love is patient, love is kind, it's not envious, it's not boastful, it's not uh, arrogant, it's not rude, it's not self-seeking, it's not easily angered, It, it doesn't keep records of wrongs, it doesn't delight in evil, it rejoices in truth, it protects, it trusts, it hopes, it perseveres, and love never fails. Love's what gives passion to the deeds we do because of our faith. Love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me, is essential. Faith, hope, and love are essential to our life as followers of Christ. With everything that goes on in our life and in our world, these are the three things Paul reminds us that we need to come back to. So, as we wrap up today. Take some time to think about these questions. You can even pause and talk about them if you're watching with others if you'd like to do that. Three questions, three things to think about. First thing to think about is this, what are we putting our faith in? What are we making of first importance in our life? Secondly, what is our confident expectation? Where is our confident expectation? Is my hope in something strong and secure or something that wavers and changes with the days? And then lastly, is my life characterized by love? Am I loving God with my heart, soul, mind, and strength? And am I loving my neighbor as myself? Now, unless the Holy Spirit redirects us, over the conclusion of this year, we're going to focus more on these three characteristics that are essential to our faith. And we're going to start in just a couple of weeks looking at the greatest of these. Love. Now, right now, as we close in prayer, and as we allow this worship song from Frontline to minister to us, I want us just to seek within our hearts, are we allowing God to cultivate within us a faith, hope, and love that is directed by Him and His Holy Spirit? Let me pray with us. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the opportunity to be online together today. And Father, I just pray that your word would speak to us in these moments. Help us every day to live our life in a way that represents our faith. That that speaks out our hope and who our hope is in. And it does it in a way that is wrapped in love. So that it is attractive to others and draws them in to you and to know you, and to begin to put their faith in you as well. God, help us to have a faith, hope, and love built upon Jesus Christ, and help these characteristics be exactly what characterize us as your followers. We thank you for it today, God. We give you this time, and now we just ask as we spend these closing moments reflecting on you, on your word, and abiding in your presence, we pray that it would just minister to us and to our hearts ever so deeply. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. If you need prayer in any way today, we would love for you to reach out to us. You can go to our website, bwccambin.com, Go to our contact page. You'll find a link there to request prayer or send us anything that you would like to communicate with us today. Or you can also simply text the word prayer to 803-803.